What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of DCI Podcast. I am here with my awesome friend, Caitlin Cobb. Say hi. Hi. Thank you for calling me awesome. That's great. Yes, yes. You are so <laughs> amazing. We had such good times together at Blue Coats. Mm, yes. I'm and for introductions. I'm Caitlin, as you heard. But I have marched Blue Coats for two years. I marched in 22 and 23. And before that, I marched at Atlanta CV in 21 for COVID season. Yes. Because I didn't want to do drum court, like full DCI drum court during COVID. So I settled for DCA. And that was a fun experience. It was really great. And then I did five years with my high school because I started winter in seventh grade and I started fall in eighth grade because Ooh. I was special. Yes, yeah, so she's been doing band like longer than I could ever imagine. I, I mean, like you have now? done it nine years. You have done it all. Oh my almost, god! Almost a decade. Decade? Yeah. Damn. Almost a decade. So like you could still do. Wait, did you? Do, I can still do doing... world class winner. Are you I doing marched winter? a few seasons with Reverie, and then I'm not marching this season because my body hurts no. this summer. But next season, I might audition for um, some world-class guards some in world class Georgia, guards. and we'll see what happens. Okay, but okay. It's, it's a fun time. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, that that's awesome, because like, I was like trying to figure out exactly if I should do WGI this year, because I was just like, I want to give it a try. I've always watched it, but I was like, what is it's it like? It's so different, and it's so much better. Is At it? least for guard, like winter guard oh. is so much better than fall guard wow so is it like more focused yeah that's kind of a hot take but for me i like wonder better nice nice and so i'm assuming it's the same for like brass and drums too it's just like i mean sort of it's like for us it's the opposite we love the fall because it's like everyone's together and it's like Mm. way more involved it's warmer (laughs) and outdoors and stuff like that so yeah it's pretty cool that's fair that's fair it's just like for winter we're so much more focused on like technique and getting better versus fall is just like you should be good by now so you should know what's happening and then winter is more like learning and teaching and stuff like that nice it's nice fun. it's fun what was one of your favorite shows winter guards that you marched i'm actually gonna say it was <sighs> independent or in high school or both either or either or either, either or. or there was this one show we did in high school called electromotive and it was really cool and it was about electricity and motion and stuff like that and it was my all-time favorite show because our directors now husband at that time just boyfriend but now husband really happy who marched at blue coats by the way oh what year they both met at blue coats um i actually don't know but they met each other at blue coats so that's fun but he made our soundtrack and it's was really cool and it mixes like run boy run with a few other songs and it was my favorite show. We had this like carousel set, I call it, because we just went around, but we had ropes that divided the floor up and like to act as like shockwaves of electricity. That is so awesome. It was, like, that was my favorite show. And that was my last show with my high school. Oh. Winter, winter wise. I winter wise. Next fall season, but then I went to independent for my senior year. There you go. Which we talked about earlier was a hard battle to do. But <laughs> it was there. It was fun. And I liked it yeah if y'all are feeling inclined literally march that independent i'm telling you it is something else y'all are definitely gonna love it especially if we want to continue to marching arts year round do it it's gonna be awesome 
But yeah, so breaking into this episode, this is going to be a special edition episode of Caitlin today. Today we are going to be doing a spooky episode yes. since we're going to be uh, getting a little bit closer to the Halloween season. Basically, how this works is we're going to be telling any one of our like just horror stories that we have had over our marching career. And I know I have so many of these because, man, oh, man, we can get into this topic all day. (laughs) This is going to be something else. Oh, it's going to be so fun. But I love spooky season. Fall and Halloween is my favorite. Literally same. Like Halloween is like literally one of my favorite holidays because it's like it's spooky. You get to dress up. You get like the festive. Like, I swear, I have a skeleton in my car. I'm gonna show you my skeleton in the car. Like that's Please how show festive. Me your skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how festive I am about it. So I like went yesterday to Target and I got like I rated their like one three five dollar section that has all like the random seasonal stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got way too much stuff. But now my room is fully decked out. Ooh. It's lovely. They have like the little like fake planters, but one is like a snake and the other one's a skull. And obviously Ooh. Obviously, this is an audio medium, but I have a snake tattoo on my collarbone. Yes, um, that is, like, literally so cute. I love that snake tattoo. Yes, it's, it's awesome. So, nice. so, like, every snake thing I see, I have to get. And it's fun, because also at Atlanta CV, I was in the snake family. What? We had, like, group family groups within the guard, and I was in the snake family. Nice. And I'm a Slytherin, so it just all works out. Slytherin. But I love snakes. I'm Gryffindor, unfortunately, <laughs> but or it's okay. Mortal enemies. <laughs> mortal enemies. Mortal enemies. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll forgive you. <laughs> Man. Yeah, spooky season. Spooky season. I need to catch up with one of my festive stuff in the room. I mean, I still have Christmas lights up, for God's sakes. <laughs> Look at still this. Still festive. Still festive. I mean, of course, I'm going to deck it out with, like, spiders and, like, oh, yes. spider webs. Gotta I love, love spiders. that. Yes. <laughs> oh, I need to get the spider webs in my room yeah and then we're also both drinking pumpkin spice don't hate us please (laughs) i have the like chai one like pumpkin spice with like or it's like the chai latte with the pumpkin foam on top something like that i don't know it's good it's good that's all that matters nice nice yeah it's like a cool 65 degrees outside you already know fall season spooky season i am it's gonna be so good but yeah let's jump into some spooky topics that we got you want to go first Mm -hmm. Hmm. i'll i'll share my one that this isn't my story this is someone else's story oh okay um it's from a horrible place called little rock arkansas and the war memorial stadium and for those of you that might not know about that place it is hell on earth and the most horrid place to be in drum corps ever hate it there and we got the <laughs> we got the lovely experience of going twice this past season twice not once but twice folks like i'm telling you imagine we... going to hell and back and then back to hell literally <laughs> and then it was like yeah we get to go to texas after this and then we get to come back awful God. that was awful how it many like... it was like eight days in total right in total of arkansas no but oh. um I guess technically this is two on one, but I'll go back to the other one, like the plague. We'll go back to the plague. The plague. Um, oh. But there is this big thing about War Memorial Stadium being haunted. Ooh. And so there is, I guess I guess I can say his name. Like one of the brass kids, Garrett. Oh. He, like he was on the guard bus this year and he we were doing interviews and like he was like we were sharing stories and whatnot. And he was like, oh, I have a scary story. I was like, oh, 
everyone was like, tell it, dude. Like, let's let's tell that this. scary let's story. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I have like. He like astral projects in his dreams, apparently. That is awesome. And like he was saying, oh, yeah, like at the World Memorial Stadium, like I had I like astral projected in a dream. And like he was like, I have to have at least like eight hours of sleep to do it, like something like that. And like I'm not fluidly repeating this story because it was a long time ago. But he basically said that like he was being guided around the stadium by like this i think a kid or like this like spirit that was going around and like zooming all over the place and like um stuff like that and so he was following the spirit around in his dream i guess and like he went because it was the first night we were there i'm pretty sure and yeah. so he had only ever gone to like that floor we were on and he didn't go like up or down yet. Cause I don't think we had to, when we had to separate, mm-hmm. I don't think he was in the group that separated. So he had never seen like the, um, the box before. And so oh, the he, box or like wherever you guys were sleeping, I don't know. Like, the the it, press box. Yeah. The Inside, press box. Yeah. And so he had never seen the press box. And so he followed this spirit thing demon whatever it was up to the press box yeah and like he had like been following it and he went to like this corner and like he could see all of the mattresses and stuff Mm -hmm. out and he went up and there was someone sleeping in a corner that was from the guard and like the spirit was like clawing at this person oh my god like at the wall and like eventually like disappeared and so like and he woke up and he told his friends about it he was like he described the press box that he had never seen and it was v- like perfect like, it was there's perfect description, like he was like yeah there's this little like indian in the wall and that's where this person was sleeping and like everything he said was what perfect. And, and this is was this like before we got there or no this is like the first night is when he dreamt dreamt this what uh, that is not and like you've never seen that is crazy yeah and then he also like, had this whole other story about how, like, basically, like, his history with this. And it was, like, I I believe in supernatural stuff. So I was like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, just to think about and to, like, even have experienced. Yeah. And I was like, that's wild. And then so the entire, I think he said the entire rest of the time, he just didn't sleep more than eight hours so oh that my he God. wouldn't do it again because he didn't want, he was, like, terrified of it. I was like, that's very fair. I feel that. I wanted to talk to him more about it, but then, like, I never got the chance, and I was so upset, but I really wanted to learn more about it and, like, get more details. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably call him one of these days and, like, reimburse that story, because I want to hear more about it, because, like... It was, I'm probably butchering some of the details, but I was, that was wild to hear, Drum that. Man, drum core nightmares. I never knew they'd be haunting. I mean, I know drum core nightmares mostly consist of evil caption heads, <clears throat> Jared Huntley. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> didn't jared have something at warm memorial stadium didn't he say he saw a ghost or something yes but but the thing was is like the first week where that we were there he went through the stomach virus he was mm. sick the entire time because he was there with us but he had the stomach virus and he was sick for six days Ooh. like did not get off that uh tour bus and then when he finally got up he was like okay you know let's start teaching again and then he only spent like the first block out with us and then went right back in because he was so mm-hmm. sick because that's how strong the stomach virus took over but Awful. yeah it Awful. was it was tough but like if y'all like want a perfect description like if y'all don't know what we're talking about especially with 
War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock, Arkansas. Go look it up. Like, drop the little man on the map uh, on the map so that way you can see exactly what we're talking about. Like, of course, like you're never gonna get the real experience because you know you were never there in person. But oh my god, we're talking scorching hot heats, like humidity. humidity evil caption heads <laughs> <Yes, that. laughs> because for some reason they just like acted like they were just amped up on hormones ready to kick our asses <laughs> like 24 7 is awful and then on top of that the amount of bugs oh my God, and yeah. insects i could this is like a whole category in itself i'm actually gonna dig into this and actually double dip into the last mm-hmm. reactor a couple two episodes ago where um I was taking a poop one night, and this cockroach came yes, into the yes. stall. Oh, you did say that was at War Memorial. Yes. Yeah. And dear God, I was literally, like, looking at the cockroach, and I was looking at it, and I was pointing at it. I was like, you want this? You want this stall? I'm sorry, man. Like, I didn't know this one's taken. I'll just go to the next one. Like, I'm just talking to this damn cockroach because he was so big. I was like, I'm about to lose my life. This cockroach <laughs> is holding me Death hostage. cockroach. <laughs> yeah, but, like. It would just be stuff like that. And then bugs would literally just be there to oh, get yeah. you. Like, um, sweat bees. Sweat bees. Sucked. They stung so bad, like, during the day. I got so many because they would get, like, I had to bend down to get my flag or something. Yeah. And they would get behind my knee. So the second I, like, bent down, it would get stuck and sting me on, like, the back of my knee. Oh, damn it. See. I had a couple of those incidents happen because I don't know what the hell was happening or why they were guarding the bathrooms so heavily. It was almost like you go into like the hood or like the <laughs> ghetto, like the wrong part where you shouldn't be. And those like literally you walk into the bathroom and then the bugs would be like, uh, uh-uh, this is my bathroom. Get the right? hell out. <laughs> the hell are you doing here? This is the wrong street. And like, I remember I just be like, I just got to take a piss or whatever. It's going to be okay. I walk in the bathroom. Boom. I got stung by two vicious wasps. Like, oh, my side of the arm, like, I have a picture of it swollen. Ooh. Like, and then I literally, like, I'm literally running out of the bathroom. Like, I didn't even have time to finish. Like, I had to, like, squeeze off because I was like, screw that. So I'm not getting it's stuck like, no. anymore. Nope. I'm running out of the bathroom. And then uh, my it. arm is bleeding. Like, they take, like, the, the wasps sting me so bad. They take off skin. And I'm, like, running to everybody else. And I was like, don't go to that bathroom. I just got stung by two wasps. And, like, look at my skin. Everyone's looking. And they're like, dude, holy shit. Your skin is coming off. And I was Was like. Was it, like, a normal-sized wasp? Or was it, like, a huge wasp? These were probably some big wasps. Because, like, I heard you could hear them in Methos. That's terrifying. That's how loud they were. Because they were huge. Ooh. Like. That's scary. uh Uh-uh. Never ever again and then it's just like i don't know why what's the beef with it and then you got the uh the dumbass moths at night block if you were wearing a white shirt which we had to wear or if Uh you were you know a a light colored like a white person if the stadium lights were reflecting off of you they would dive bomb down at you like bullets from the sky like Ooh. they would literally smack you like hit you repeatedly and like if you had like a uh, bell that was like super polished they would like strike against like ding 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 like against Ooh. the horns it wasn't like, that bad for guard because we have a blackout ensemble so oh, we weren't like as shiny y'all I guess. were lucky 
But we did have like flagpoles and stuff. But honestly, if they tried to hit the flagpole while we're like spinning and tossing, that's like a death sentence for them. Death sentence. So it's just like. We and like, ours wasn't that bad for a guard. Ours was just the bugs would get stuck, like gnats and stuff. Oh. would get stuck in our sweat and just we on couldn't get rid of them. On the arms and stuff? Oh. It was awful. Dude, we squashed and killed so many bugs in between the topiaries because they would love oh, yeah. the topiaries. And then we would like close it and then open it up the next morning and we'd find like flattened butterflies and moths in between the topiaries. <laughs> And we were just always like, ooh, extra details. Yeah, it's like kind of poetic for our <laughs> show. Kinda poetic. It kind of fits. kind of fits the theme. Oh, just yeah. a little bit. Just paint them black and it all works. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. No. Little Rock can... I hate it. I hate that city. Little Rock can eat it. No. I... It's terrible. I mean, it was great, though, because there was like a Wendy's and a Popeye's. Isn't a... This is like <laughs> a break from bad stories. Um, Kathy would, like, last year and this year, took the guard to Wendy's and got us all Frosties. What? Both years. I think it's mostly because she was taking pity on us because oh. we were all suffering and hated it, especially this year, like, when everyone was getting sick and mm. all of that. Because this was, like, I got sick the day of the pool party. Oh, my God. I thought people but were getting sick I think sick it was, because like, the, the day before that is when we went to Wendy's. Mm. And so, like... We got the strawberry frosties this year and Ooh. all of that. It was really fun. And I it was like the, the little pick me up little and like pi- didn't stop them from yelling at us continuously for like whatever reason. But it was like Kathy was the little like light at the end of the tunnel almost for us. Oh. It was like, Kathy, save us. <laughs> Let us get frosties. We also got shaved ice. Oh, it was like trucks that would like just go around the stadium because there was a zoo right there. There was a zoo. Oh, my God, guys. Um, Quick little side note. We would hear monkeys. Yeah. Like while we were rehearsing in the morning at Fish Block because there was a zoo literally like 500 feet away from us. And like we would drive our caption heads crazy because we would try and mock the animals. So that way, like the animals would realize we're making noises and they would be like, Oh my God, there's more species like us. (laughs) And then it would drive our caption heads nuts. They'd be like, you know what? Screw y'all. We're going to torture y'all today as they did every day (laughs) in little rock. We got, we survived. We got better. We got better ish. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit through all of the, as much as we could when half of us were missing almost every day. Oh, my God, yes, because of that plague. <laughs> I can share my plague horror story. Yes, go ahead. But so we had, like, the pool party thing. Mm-hmm. I did not go because I was really tired. And I was like, I just thought I was typical Little Rock, Arkansas, hitting my wall tiredness. So I just, like, went into our, like, sleeping area and, like, s- tried my best to, like, sleep the whole time. Uh huh. But then, like, what was it? I don't like. I had the cursed meatloaf. Oh, not the poor meatloaf. Oh, I was like, one. I this was like the second time in my life that I've had meatloaf, and I was like, I didn't really like it. But I was like, yeah, it's fine. Like whatever. Went to ensemble, mm-hmm. and within the first like, cause guard had it for that first hour because we separated the meal breaks. And then, like, I was kind of what, feeling queasy during that hour. Like, it was whatever. Right. Like, I could deal with it. I was like, oh, maybe it's just, like, the sauce hurts my stomach or whatever. Because 
I have this thing I can't have like egg yolks or like lecithin it makes my stomach hurt because I'm mm-hmm. allergic to it so I thought it was just that and then like Ella the cap one of the captains of the guard also Ella. was like yeah no girl my stomach is like killing me right oh, now. I remember so it was Ella. both of us like over a trash can just waiting for like because we were both like we have to get this it's not gonna stay down like it will come up eventually yeah and so we were just both of us waiting and so eventually like um meredith i love meredith she is like the nicest of the guard staff and i love her so much um she came over to me and she was like yo are you okay like do you need a second i was like i just don't feel good like i think i'm gonna throw up like i don't wanna like but i need to be in this drill block and I yeah like, <laughs> i like because i at that point i was still side story but like still spiteful because of my position change and all that stuff so i was like i need to be in this i need to prove all that stuff right and so like i can't slack off even if it's because i feel like i'm about to die about to die um and so but she was like no just go it's fine just go to med like it's it's chill like whatever i was like oh thank you Meredith. (laughs) and so i did that this second like i went up to med staff and they like looked at me and like did you throw up and i was like yeah and so they like they like sat down like gave me like pita light all that stuff within five minutes of that is when it full-on hit and like from that moment on there was nothing in my system like food liquid anything there was all gone and because i had timed it i like i made a list on my phone because i was like this might be important about how often i threw up right and it was quite literally every 20 minutes oh like almost on the dot so you were losing like quarter pounds while throwing up yeah and i was like because that got really bad and like because i hate being sick i hate being weak like that is my i don't know what it's not a pet peeve what would that be called um like it an ick or something i guess i I I forgot what it's called too (laughs) it's just like i hate it so much and it's like it makes me feel awful and so i was getting really stressed out about it because i was like i can't be sick like i can't like not be in i can't do this like i need to do all this I need right. to. and so it was like him over and like then eventually the block had finished and i was still dying <laughs> and all of the like uh ops people were like okay let's get on the bus like we're gonna give Ooh. all of the sick people some trash bags and you can just stay on the bus and like if you get sick just get sick in the trash bags and we oh. were like no my god i, I had li- i looked at med staff i looked at kylie and i was like i am not getting on that bus like yes. you do not understand i am not getting on that bus i said the same thing to med staff because like literally they had the the throw-up van and then they had the throw-up buses. I was in the throw-up van. Oh, yeah. I, I was in the throw-up van a couple nights. Because, like, here's the thing. To everyone that had the stomach virus or thought they had the stomach virus, everyone got a trash bag. But the yes. thing was is the one of the symptoms was is that you could very easily shit yourself yeah. on this virus. So, like, literally they went out and they bought adult diapers for everyone in the car. <laughs> and it was so funny because, like... It was embarrassing because at one of the show sites, they finally had dropped it off for us. And all you just saw were these, like, boxes of adult diapers. And, like, random people, like, Blue Coats fans would be like, hey, what are those adult diapers for? And then, like, some of the kids would get embarrassed and be like, oh, we're giving them away to the elder. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, some, knowing damn well it was for us because we were we were so sick, and that so was bad. so funny because there were people who genuinely like stuck it out like rock stars and was like, "I'm not taking a day off," and they would go out and perform and then have accidents mm. <laughs> because of the because the the virus, and then they would have to wear the adult diapers even during rehearsal. And I'm See, like, med staff would have had my head on a pike if I had going on yeah yeah i was like just go lay down like if you're feeling sick in drum cord it's not worth it it's not worth feeling like shit just go lay down yeah i oh my god it's like because we did that i at that point i was like in almost what i believe was a full-blown panic attack about it because i was like i don't want to get on the bus like i was like I had gone to the point where I was hyperventilating and I literally couldn't move because I was like oh. almost paralyzed because I was like, I can't get on that bus. Like, I'm going to get other people sick. I'm going to like, everyone's going to talk shit about me. Oh. Because, and the thing is, like, it that did happen because people on the bus got sick going oh, to the no. next housing site. And all of the people who weren't sick were like giving like death glares to people who were sick and be like, why oh, are you on God. this bus? Like, why didn't you get off? Like all of this stuff. They were, like, gossiping and being, like, you better better watch your stuff. (laughs) They weren't that secretive about it. They were just, like, openly saying, like, I can't believe the sick people are on the bus. Like, I can't believe, like, they let them get on the bus. And, like, it's so disgusting and all that stuff. And I was, like, that's why I didn't want to get on the bus. Because it's just going to be a gossip ring of just people shit-talking to each other. Right. So it was just, like, thankfully was one of the people on the vans because Genevieve herself mama jen came up to me mama jen and she like took one look at me and i was like you don't have to get on the bus sweetie i was like thank you because i passed out like after like my panic attack yeah i completely passed out wow like i remember like i was starting to feel a little bit better and i was like okay i can get back on the bus no jen hunted me down she came to the bus like she walked like a mile to come and find me and then she walked on the bus and she was like get your ass off the bus now and i'm like what like i was just shocked like i was like okay i'm gonna get off the bus mama jane please (laughs) (laughs) it's like the one person you don't want to get mad at you is genevieve no she will she will kill a hoe (laughs) (laughs) like Cause also like at that point I couldn't walk either. Oh. Like I had no energy and nothing like in me Same. to even like stand. Like Kylie had to pick me up and walk me over to like whatever that outside area was because it was too hot inside. Yeah. And, like we we're gonna try to cool you off. So like let's get you outside of like the concourse. Concourse. Kind of yeah, guys. Like, outside the concourse. Keep in mind it was also hot as hell while this was going on. So this is just torture on top of torture. Yeah. And so, like, oh, also that week, probably why I was also so weak is because I kept getting consistent nosebleeds every single day. Ooh. Like, bad ones. And so it was to the point where, like, med staff had gone up to me and were like, do you, like, have, like, some disorder or something? Like, do you have... Disorder. Like, symptoms, illness, like, why are you... They didn't know why I was getting chronic nosebleeds every single day that would, like make me so dizzy that i couldn't participate in rehearsal anymore mm. and like because they, they would force me sit me out like even uh samia the dance caption head samia oh i love samia she like 
saw me one day like I had walked out of the bathroom and I had like like a paper towel like trying to stop the bleeding and she just looked at me and was like you don't have to join in to this you don't have to be in this block like you can just Aww. go upstairs like in the air conditioning go eat something rest all that stuff and I was like yeah, Samia. Oh my God, Samia! If you're watching, you are literally an angel Samia from heaven. An angel. Like your smile and it's like your personality. Oh my God! I like Samia. you go, girl. The, honestly, the entire dance staff. Yeah, like movement and staff, the entire dance staff. Yeah. They were all so sweet, and I love them so much. And they were probably one of the reasons I got through the season. Because like, oh, it was, it was rough, <laughs> it was rough um, wasn't it? So yeah, like. But then we like they took us in the van to the hotel. It was god awful. Everyone on that van looked like we had died and been revived a few times. Y'all got hotels? Yeah. Gr- oh because, my lord. But it was like that hotel that we not the same hotel that we stayed at like last season in 22. Uh-huh. But it was like right next to it. Oh, like this is in Little Rock, right? Yeah. Oh, so like yeah, they yeah. drove us like 10-15 minutes, but even that drive felt awful. Uh, was so this like, Little Rock 1 or 2? I think this is Little Rock 2. Yeah, this is 2. 2. Yeah, part 2. This was before... Yeah, before... This was before everything. Because so, we had yeah. that one show we did the standstill on because we were missing so many Murphy's people. Bro, that's when I was dead. Mm, yeah. Me and Mark Sheldon, our horn sergeant, we were both dead. Like, we literally made eye contact with each other. And then we were just like, no, no, no. <laughs> and... um. Uh, one of i think the murphy's bros show it was just so bad like the paint like i remember i was so hungry the buses like because we went to this housing site and we were in the the sick van and everyone was super sick to the point where we could barely walk we could barely move and we can only move little distances before we would literally pass out and hit the ground so we got an agreement to sleep at the schools like murphy's yeah. We found this random classroom and we just all passed out on the floor. We didn't even care if we had blankets, pillows, or nothing. We just got on the floor and died. Yeah. Um, my sick band didn't even get to that competition until like right before y'all performed. Oh my. Oh. Because they. Poor souls. We stayed at the hotel because we got at the hotel like 11 midnight, something like that. Yeah. And then like um, the ops person with us was just like, oh like just like keep your phones on you like because they got us all of our charge oh well, they got me like like chargers and all the stuff they got me my stuffed animal off the bus because i guess i was <laughs> you got your stuffed <laughs> animal <laughs> oh because i think um claire gave claire's my seat partner i think claire gave it to them it was like i she would like this and i was like yes i did and i really appreciated it and i <laughs> So, yeah, I, we had all of our stuff, like, with us. So, we try to keep our phone charged. And they're like, yeah, just, like, keep an eye on it. We're going to try to figure out, like, what time we can, like, pick you all up so that we can get to the next place. And so, like, I slept so hard that night. And kind of. I did wake up every once in a while because I was still sick and, like, all that stuff. But they, like, didn't drop us, pick us up until, like, three-ish. Oh. And so, and we still had to drive all the way to the next housing site. To the next housing site. We did stop halfway through at like a gas station. Oh, just because nice. like, yeah, but yeah. So we got there right before y'all performed. Well, did the standstill. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because I didn't even see that standstill. Apparently, a couple people threw up. Like a couple blue coats really? threw up during the performance, and I was just like, 
yikes, y'all should have listened to the advice and yeah. came and take a nap with us. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw up in front of thousands of people. The amount of messages that were like, if you feel at all sick, just go lay down. Go lay down. Like, just <laughs> don't try. Don't push yourself. Don't do it. You'll be okay. Just go lay down. Yeah. And no one listened to no it. No one listened. Yeah. Because... My thing was that, like I was determined to like rest and do whatever because the next show was the Atlanta show, mm. and I was going to get into the Atlanta show if it was the last thing I did. Like if I passed out on the field, I would have been perfectly fine with that. Yeah, a lot of people, some people bailed for the Atlanta show. Like we had holes on the field for the Atlanta show because yeah. like it was just like we were so sick, y'all. Like of course, all of us we wanted to perform our own shows in Atlanta. Atlanta's a big show. But it was, like, a lot of us bailed because, like, we were just so freaking sick. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it was wild because at Milton, my mm. parents came to, like, watch. And yeah, my parents came, too. And it was just, like, they came up to me afterwards because they, they know that I'm the person, like, in high school, I was that type of person that you would have to drag me off the field to get oh. me to sit out. Like, physically take my equipment out of my hand, like, drag me to the sideline, sit me down, and also have someone keep me there because I would not stay there. Like, mm. I refused to sit out in high school. And it was mm. a big problem because I got a lot of injuries in high school from that. But, like, during that rehearsal, I forcefully sat myself out. Like, I could not do it. Like, the, the rehearsal before the show? Yeah, Milton. Like, Woo! right before. And I was like, no, I can't do this. Like, we did... Because also, we did, like, production runs. And, like, it was a weird rehearsal, the way we did that. It was mm. just like we would, like run set to set of like one small chunk and then we do a production run of the entire movement oh yeah 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 i do remember how we did it that was a weird rehearsal yeah. and so like i would try to get into the little trunks here and there and then like we would do like a huge chunk and then i would get in for that and like barely survive like mm. it felt like i was going to pass out on the field like just doing like half of like one yeah which wasn't that bad like what we're doing in it wasn't that bad. It was just like I could not handle it, so I forcefully sat myself out. Because also in my head, I was like, I need to save my energy for later because I'm going to perform no matter what. So I just need yeah. to save my energy and figure it out. But yeah, my parents came up to me afterwards and they were like, "You got it." Like we, they knew something was wrong. <laughs> yeah. They were like, uh, "Like you can do it. Like don't worry about it. Just like try your best. Do all the things." And I was like, "I'll try," but like, <laughs> I I did have a decent show in atlanta though i think it, was, it wasn't like my best show of the season but like for the circumstances it was probably really it was like really good that's good like second best if not like something like that. yeah those those runs where it's like you're super sick and you have to like push through like i feel like the inner performer really comes out in everyone and you just grow like a stronger musician like uh for instance back in san antonio that was terrible for me i was just down for the count like constantly running fevers like i couldn't even do prop crew i couldn't yeah. like it was painful for me to even just exist at that time because it was so bad and i remember after the san antonio show uh not many people know like what happened but after the san antonio show um i fell out and i had a temperature of 105 degrees Ooh. and med staff they like you know, took my temperature on my forehead and then they s looked so scared. And I was like, what yeah, are y'all talking about? At that point, 
your body can't regulate body, temperature anymore. Yeah, I can't regulate temperature. And then they were like freaking out. They're like, oh my God, we have to rush you to the hospital. Hospital right now. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then they were like, honey, I don't know. Like you're running a fever over 105. Your brain is cooking in there. And I'm yeah. like, oh God. So one of the scary parts is I don't even remember getting to the hospital Ooh. at all. Um, the nurses, when they finally got me awake, they were telling me that I passed out at least three or four times and they had to bring me back. And I was like, wait, what do you mean bring me back? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, no. You just like kind of fell out a little bit. But, you know, we, we got you back together. And then, of course, when I woke up, I was like tied to all these hospital machines and like all yeah. these tubes. And like whenever you get IV done, it is so flipping cold, especially when you have chills and extreme mm, yeah. chills combined with that fever. It's like you're being stuck in a freezer and i was like can i get some warm blankets please and like they had to bring like three warm oh, blankets they, like, out was like the liquid they were putting like through the iv cold yes like, like oh. or, or it's just in general just cold like they put liquid tylenol like this weird stuff and i don't know what it is but they put like this weird stuff that like kind of regulates your temperature and brings it mm -hmm. back down it tasted i remember the exact taste imagine the taste of hot Cheetos and you like licked your guard like your guard pole that's the exact taste I got Ooh. yeah same thing about like imagine if they made hot Cheetos for like brass players like you know you know how sometimes you get that mouthpiece taste I mean, no, but... Something like that metal taste. It was like hot Cheetos and metal taste. Ooh. And I was like, what is that taste? And then the nurse was like, yeah, it, it has that specific taste with everyone. And I was like, that is so weird. But, like, I was Strange. sitting there in the hospital, and I remember posting on my phone, and I was like, yeah, this is it, guys. This is it. This is my season. They're going to send me home. Because <laughs> um, I was just, I was so, so sick. That's awful. And that was the day before the San Antonio Free Day. It's bad. It was yeah. really bad. Um, and I didn't know I was going to make it. I thought I was going to have to stay overnight. Um, but apparently, one of the admin was still there. And then she came back into the hospital. And they're like, yeah, so the, you know, San Antonio free days the next day. So you have a choice to either stay here the entire night. You know, we'll come and we'll come back and pick you up in the morning. But just know that it is going to be a little difficult because, you know, of transportation and everything like that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to see if I can try and fight it through. So they gave me all these medications that I had to take, especially Ooh. for the, the stomach virus that was upcoming because I was feeling very nauseous. Mm. I lost 18 pounds over the span of six days while I was going through this Dude. because you can't eat, can't do anything like while I had whatever was going on. But it was great being skinny. <laughs> but I felt terrible. A silver lining, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It was like, that you is, know. That is one thing. Because I also, I was in a room with um two other people from the guard and like, in the morning when we were like we all felt better a little bit still obviously really shitty but like surviving enough yeah. um and so we were like <laughs> i did in fact look at myself in the mirror like that night i was like that i could see all of my abs oh all of them which has doesn't happen for me because you know normal healthy body weight right and i was like uh-oh <laughs> I was like, it has been one day, which means yeah. I was so dehydrated. Like, it was so bad. And obviously, the other people were like, but now we're skinny. I was like, but now I we're skinny. <laughs> I like having muscle, not being like 
awfully skinny. Exactly. And like while I was losing weight, I was also losing muscle. That was the worst part. Uh, because we I didn't tell you, but we ended up getting back to that school at seven in the morning, like yeah. seven or eight in the morning. This was an hour before we were supposed to wake up for the San Antonio Free Day, guys. It was terrible. Uh, but the reason why we got there so late is because we were pharmacy jumping, trying to find our damn, like my damn prescriptions. And then when we finally got to it, they were like, yeah, so your insurance that's used all across the U.S. is not supported at this specific pharmacy. Oh my God. So we're going to charge you $92 for, and I literally had to drop a fat one, um, just to get those prescriptions. And they were like, yeah. Of course, you can't take them with food, and here are the terrible side effects. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I was so tired. I had to drag my suitcases, like, miles to the buses to, you know, stuff. Yeah. Do laundry. Nobody helped you? Some people did. Like, okay. uh, I remember my friend Gabe. He helped me out. He uh, got me some soup from, like, Crick Trip. Nice. And I was, like, <laughs> sipping on that thing. And, like, I could just barely... Like, I got full off of two sips. Not oh, even the chunky yeah. part. Just the liquid part of the soup. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. And then I had to buy myself a hotel for the free day. The nap was really good. Yeah. You Naps know. solve everything. Yeah, I had people break into my hotel because there were drum corps people that saw me on the snap map. And was like, oh, my God. You got a hotel for San Antonio free day? Let's go. Party. And I was like, oh, I didn't expect this. And I'm like over there dying in the hotel room. Because I'm (laughs) dying and I don't want to see people. Yeah. But I made it. I made it happen. So. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was the plague. Like, I think that was, there was a lot of like talk after it was like, that could have made like make or break our season. Like depending on how we got back from that, which I think we got back pretty well. We got got back. We, we turned that bus around pretty cool and or pretty, pretty good. And we made a footprint we were like no matter what the garden of love is going to be the show so and we did the thing we did for the, the most part for the most yeah i was like it was good yeah no i think literally out of the entire season the biggest horror story is just the entirety of little rock arkansas yeah the entirety like, of little rock some parts of um just like whenever it gets hotter especially in um what was it uh like texas everything Mm. like that it was really 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 like stressful and crazy but one of the other horror things that a lot of people don't like to mention about drum corps is the alternate system oh my god that is scary like i mean your whole season is in a staff member's hand and like the color guard definitely went through it i know Mm. caitlin definitely has a couple stories about that they're not my stories. But well, like, not your stories, but yeah. they were pulling people off those fields. Yeah. like just... And it was for, like, reasons that I don't really agree with. But also, like, I don't know what their view is on, like, how they do it. Because they never explain it. And, like, Ever. from what I heard, yeah. like, from people, they never tell you why. They never tell you. It's just, like, almost random. Like, they can come up to you and be like, hey, you should, you know, let, let's take a break let's take a walk and then like they would explain to you like what's going on not really they never do but they take you off the field and then somebody else is now in your spot or learning your spot now and not only like because you know i also had some experiences with that i'm gonna get into that uh in a later video but like it can happen to anybody at any time during the season which is like 
because like at least for me not like it wasn't an alternate spot but like with the whole thing like we have those 12 people that are on rifle line uh-huh. and so they're like the hot shit of the season like is those 12 people because they're the quote top people of the guard in notorious quote. top famous popular people of the and color so guard like, world yeah. <laughs> and like i was i didn't i was i didn't make it in that last year and like i was fine with that because i was like there was so many talented people last year and like this year as well right like, i was like even this year i was like oh if i don't make it i don't care like mm-hmm. everyone here is deserving to be on it it just depends on what they want and so somehow i made it on it and i was like that's great and so i was like really working on it really working hard on doing whatever and like at one point i kept getting like side comments from staff and stuff like that i remember one day i was told like yeah i'm worried about you on rifle line and i'm like i'm worried about like what you're doing and all that stuff and so every time after that it just kept repeating in my head every single time i messed up every single time i did whatever i could hear that exact sentence it's like i'm worried about you on rifle i'm worried about like all this stuff and i'm worried, like i don't know if we are gonna keep you on rifle and doing all this stuff so like you need to get your shit together yeah man that's like that's already making my like stomach turn because it's like i've like seen like people literally get pulled out of like brass circles like we would be in brass rehearsal and the brass captions would come around pull you out of Oof. rehearsal and would speak out loud they'd have no courtesy they were they, they didn't give a shit like they'd literally pull you out and be like hey so we're gonna take you off this part completely um or actually we're just gonna take you off the field and someone oh. else is going to be learning your dot yeah. until you either improve or get better or until we realize that we've already made our decision and that we're just gonna take you out for the, of the show something like that yeah, yeah. and it's just so frustrating and honestly like that because that happened in spring training, like, pretty early on. Pretty early. And the crazy thing is that the the alternates pool was so big this year. Like, we're yeah. talking, like, a lot of people were floating in and out. No matter who you were. No matter if you were a returning vet or have marched on core before. Like, they were, like, swapping people out like crazy. It was, like, a almost like a battle to the death. And the thing is, is like, you don't want to go against your people. Those are your people that you're going to be with, with the entire summer. And that's a scary part about it is because like, you're like keeping close tabs with each other, but you also have to fight each other for that one spot. I mean, I don't know how it is at other cores just because I've only ever done blue coats. Yeah. But I feel like we did as a core and like as a membership handle that pretty well, at least like it didn't seem like a lot of people were, being like, oh, you can't take my spot. Like, I'm going to blow, like, going against each other. Last year was a lot, last year was a lot worse. Was it? Yeah. Apparently, like, uh, again, it's a very messed up system Mm. of very, like, you have to be, like, mentally. Yeah, you have to be. Communication was bad. Terrible. Like, you have to be mentally strong to even be able to come close to handle what, you know, just, yeah, it's so scary. Yeah. And, like, the, the amount of, I wish that upon no one. Like, not even my worst enemies. I mean, maybe some enemies. Yeah, maybe some people. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, again, it's it's sort of like that. Yeah. I mean, like, my thing is, like, even when they took me off rifle, obviously hurt like a bitch. Yeah. Like, t- big shot to the ego. Like, I did see it coming, but in my head, like, so many people, like, literally the captain, one of the captains on the guard, like, like, he was my accountability buddy. He was just 
we something we did for like a week and then never did again yeah but um like he literally told me and was like yeah no like we were practicing on a free day i practiced for like four hours straight Ooh. and i was like kept taking reps kept doing everything like working on my consi- consistency and doing all that stuff and like he came and met me and like was like yeah no i like you're doing all the counts right you're like your body quality is great like you're performing you're doing all this stuff so i don't see why you have to worry about it like i don't think they'll ever take you off the next day they take me off damn oh my god see that that's what's like awful and terrible about it because it's like they everything that they say you know they can say it but it can also be misleading information because it all takes like one other person to step out of line you know to say one other thing and then poof a decision's been made yeah it's like after that like i had to learn the whole new thing like we had one block where we kind of went over the drill for like one movement Mm -hmm. and then like that was it i had to learn the rest of the drill the rest of the choreo basically by myself so mm. like I had to like every single lunch break I had to like beg someone to come teach me stuff, and like be like like hey can you like run this part with me can like help me out like there was a lot of people who like were helpful and like a lot of this because I went on the saber line so a lot of the saber line was like really helpful, and so that was amazing and I'm forever good. thankful for them for that because I would have suffered so hard had they not helped me, but it was just like a lot of the times like they didn't really know the counts as well so I definitely didn't know the counts. <laughs> Like, I just did stuff to the music and blended, which is something apparently I'm really good at. <laughs> um, but it was That's just a like, talent. That is a talent right there. Yeah, I was like, thank God, because if not, like, I truly think they would have sent me home. And, like, the rest of the season, I lived in fear of, like, me being getting sent home or, like, made in true alternate or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, I, like, even to point where, like, Meredith. Meredith? Amazing oh. Meredith. Like, she came up to me one day and... It was during flag stuff, and, like, I knew I messed up. You just, you when they're walking towards you, you just know. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, what did I mess up? Like, I knew I messed up counts or something like that. And so I was like, yeah, I don't know the counts to this part. Like, I just, I learned it, like, literally today in, like, two minutes. So by watching people, I no one told me what it was. I was watching people, and I'm just copying them. And so, like, that's how I got through all of it. And she was like, oh, yeah, no, I wasn't talking. I wasn't coming up to you for that. I was like... <laughs> And she's like, and then she came up to me later and she was like, why do you always have that look on your face? Like, I'm about to yell at you whenever I come up to you. <laughs> and I was like, because I think you are. Like, at this point, I live in total fear of all of the staff. Because, yeah. like, one word from any of you, I will get sent home. And I do not want that to happen. Oh, my God. And so it's just like, and so she sent me down, like, her version of it, like, oh, no, we took you off of rifle because we needed more strong sabers. And I was like, that's not true. BS. That's not BS. true. Yes. Yeah. I was like, thank you for making me feel better. Thank you for trying. Yeah, thank but you. that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, because the captain head herself basically told me it's because I wasn't good enough and because, like, they couldn't make accommodations to me because I was in the furthest out drill where I couldn't hear jack shit. Wow. Oh, for podcast people. Um, I have hearing aids, and so I am hard of hearing. And so big, big thing this summer and last summer and for all of my marching career has been getting people to make accommodations for me because I can't hear stuff. So like repeating instructions, all of that. And so this season I was put, my drill had put me, I started on the outside the five-yard line. Onside wow. two. Um, yeah, so when we were in like, 
the field house at uh this past one. Oh, you cannot <laughs> hear jack shit in that field house. Oh, <laughs> not even that. I couldn't even get to my drill because my drill was in like the gym part that was right next to it because the field wasn't big enough. Oh. So it only went to like the ten yard line. So I was like up against a wall for like the first bit of it, and so like that was my rifle spot, and so like and I stayed outside of like the 30 for like half of the first movement like kind of then we went to the back and then we did stuff back there and it was just a hot mess so like i couldn't hear anything couldn't hear. <laughs> and like i asked a lot for help but it's kind of hard to ask for help when people just glare at you when you do so i just don't mm. ask anymore um and then they moved me to a saber spot which was outside the five on side one oh. i went from one side of the field to the next to the other side of the field <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't like, this isn't going to help me, but I guess that's fine. So, yeah. yeah. I was just like, they just, and like the way I was told, it was just like, I literally straight up asked. Like, I was like, is it because I can't hear? Like, is that why? And they gave me such a roundabout answer. And they're like, oh, of course not. It's just because we want to put you in a position that you'll be successful in so, where you can, you don't have to like worry about hearing and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, so it's because I can hear. Because, it, yeah, because of like the, the, I hate when they give like those answers where they just don't know, like they just do it because they can yeah. and stuff. But and, yeah, those yeah. saber parts were pretty cool. Like y'all had some hard, like. The saber work was cool. I did books. like it. I love the saber work. Yeah. So, like, Thou shall end, not. I was kind of happy I got switched. Because also there was that point where like all the rifles kept getting yelled at over and over again. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm happy on my saber line. Like, <laughs> I'm happy we just get to chill and do like this fun part. And then the rifles have to do this stressful thing. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that's fine. Cause, and like, then there were the butterflies. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I, was, I was kind of happy about it after a while. Like after I got over the initial like shock and sadness. Then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's fine. But, yeah, that was my... I guess beginning horror story of the season was like that whole situation. That whole situation. Yeah. I have a couple from last year that I can actually remember. Um, the, um, what was it? Oh, guess what? Visiting back to Little Rock. Yes, <laughs> Little Rock, Rock, Arkansas. I swear there is so many good and funny and scary stories here. But this one is actually not scary but like i'm pretty sure a lot of people would find this like a little like unsettling but also like oh my god i could never imagine this but anyways we were about to epl aka gtfo out of this place <laughs> yeah. and the fire alarm starts going off oh my the god. fire alarm always goes oh off at little rock i don't know why why it is went it like twice the second went time off right? twice and it, i don't know if it's a curse or something but the fire alarm was going off for about a good 10 or 15 minutes before everyone made it to the showers. We comfortably made it to the showers and stuff like that. Like, we're chilling, we're showering, like, we're, like, making beats off the fire alarm, you know, like normal drum corps, yeah, you know, yeah. kids should do. And then all of a sudden, we hear, like, loud chattering, like, at the door and stuff. And then we just hear, like, everyone in the locker room just be like, whoa, 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 like, what are y'all doing in here? And then we're just like, um, I, like, peek my head out of the shower there are six firefighters inside a locker room. Keep in mind, we're all naked. Yeah. Like, we, you know, that that that's how it was. And we just, like, look around the corner and we're like, why the hell? Like, are there six firefighters in here? And it was, like, one with, like, an axe. And I was like, the hell you need an axe for? Like, <laughs> it was, like, one of those damn things. Um, But, like, the thing was is... um 
we were just like sitting there and of course like other people were like joking around like uh one of my friends connor hassing hazing mm. I, I love this mm. dude he yes. put his foot up on the sink and like he was just like like shaking his junk or something like on the sink like taunting the firefighters and i was like please stop the like, guy showers are so much more fun way so showers. yeah it that that's like a really fun part of, of drum corps the showers man i'll tell you what girl but like are not like that yeah y'all i don't know what y'all do in a girl showers. We do nothing. probably gossip literally nothing nothing like we get in get out that's basically it wow we we like joke around we do all this stuff but man oh man i'm telling you when the firefighters came in we were just like oh lord and i swear some of them were looking extra hard they were just like mm, man yeah. like <laughs> mm, man band kids in the shower we're just gonna look in here let's see thing. some of them actually came in like to the actual shower part Ooh. and was looking around like Ooh. literally and we were just like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> well, I don't think there was anyone that went into the girl showers, but I was gone at that point. Like I had already like been upstairs to get my stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was just like man, that was something else. And then we also had a lot of uh, fire alarm issues last year at Iwu, Indiana Wesleyan, because that I think the fire alarm went off twice. Yeah, three times, three times actually. Too many, too many times. One too many times. Like we would get woken up in the middle of the night, and it was so loud. Like yeah. the first night it went off it like freaked me out because uh my roommate at the time uh woke up and he was like uh i think the fire alarm's going off and then i look out in the hallway and everyone's like rolling out of their rooms and like a couple people falling down the stairs because it was like four or five o'clock in the morning blankets wrapped around blankets wrapped around we went outside the fire truck took like an hour to turn off the alarm uh Luckily, we got, like, an extra hour of sleep, but that ain't gonna help. No. Because <laughs> no, once you're up, you're up. Like, you're ready to get the day started, you know? Yeah, that was, oh. I think a few, like, the second or third time it went off, people just stayed in their dorms. Yeah. They weren't supposed there. to, but they were just like, I don't care. They were just <gasps> like, there's a cat. Where? <gasps> there's a cat outside. Oh, there's a cat. Guys, there's a cat outside our window. He's so pretty. He is so pretty. It's a black hat. It's Halloween season. And he's got spooky white feet. Spooky season. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky season. There it is. It's perfect. It's a good omen for the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And then what What are they calling this month of the season? Like Bantober? Yeah, Bantober. Bantober. What is the hype over that? Like, um, It's because like, it's when all the competitions are for like, no, not like, maybe not BOA uh-huh. bands, but for like non-BOA high school bands. Oh, like it's like when all the competitions are because my kids haven't even had their first competition. Really? Yeah. My kids um, over at Cass High School, shout out. Um, they had their competition like three, three or four weeks ago. Yeah, no, we have we have our ex- first we have an exhibition on Monday and that's our first like public performance besides like football games. Mm. So yeah, we haven't even gotten into competitions yet. You gonna go to the Cobb exhibition? I want to go so bad. I would have to be at Paulding County. Paulding County. Paulding See, County. Every county has their exhibition, and it's like yeah. I feel like Cobb exhibition has like really done it justice, like something. But I need to check out all the exhibitions as many as I can. Ours is this Monday. Hey, I'll Maybe. be there. I'll see if I can be. There. <laughs> Why not? I think it's at North Paulding this year. But yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that's fun. Why is there North Paulding and then South Paulding? It's literally oh, the same there's school. There's north, east, south, 
there's not a west but there is a paulding county but there's not a central and then there's also hiram that's just there for some reason what so yeah i'm pretty sure i'll have the same thing in texas even though texas like what do you what do y'all feed the kids over there in texas a lot like college or not college but high school band kids in texas like they what different breed different breed like what the hell like i get it you can get some high schools like in other states to you know get somewhere as close to that but y'all just got it different over there like i feel like you can step out of that like band program and then just you know I do have a horror story that happened this week from teaching. Yes, yes, it. yes. It actually happened on Thursday. And I, because, like, this year, like, obviously in the beginning of the year, it was, like, really hot. Like, once we got back from tour, like, all of August was, like, really hot, like, whatever. And so, like, this year there's been, like, a unprecedented plethora of kids passing out, which has never happened before. Ooh. Like, for this school. Like, I've been there for almost three or four years. And it's never happened this badly before. And, like, nothing's changed from, like, how we're teaching. They're, like, getting, honestly, like, more water breaks, more breaks, like, stuff like that. And so it's just, like, we have a plethora of kids passing out. This Thursday, they had a parade. And, like, it was pretty cool on Thursday. It wasn't hot. It wasn't that bad. Like, Mm -hmm. it was wind. And so, like, apparently one kid passed out at the parade. I wasn't there yet because I only got there for rehearsal. One kid passed out at the parade. I get to rehearsal. And, like, I'm chilling on the field, like, waiting for all the kids to show up. I get called over because a kid from the front ensemble is having an asthma attack. So I had to go calm her down, like, figure all that stuff out. Um, Like, got her pretty stable. Like, she still, like, couldn't stand getting dizzy, all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, just, like, take a second. Because she was out of the part of a field where there wasn't anything to sit around. And there was no shade. So we were trying to move her, but she couldn't stand up. Gotcha. And so we were trying to figure that out. And so... That happened. We got to a point. We were about to start to move her across the field. Another kid starts having a seizure. Oh. And, like, it wasn't a grand mal seizure, thankfully. It was, like, a – it was the it's other like, – It was, like, one of those seizures where um, where it's, like, you know, I, I know, I know what, ta- what you're talking about. Like, it's not, like, a serious seizure. It's almost yeah. like the, the kid kind of like goes unconscious. it's not, like, convulsions. It's just, like – yeah. They're like twitches, but he like he passed out in front of the guard because the guard was warming up on their own. Mm-hmm. Like um, my tech was warming them up because I was doing things. Yeah, and um, like he apparently like smacked down because he just Ooh. like he was running and then collapsed. Oh, and collapsed. And so like went over there, put him in like recovery position, like mm. was doing all the things, like put water on his neck to like, cool him off and do all the things, like. Had someone go get his medicine. Had someone do all this stuff. And so, like, that had gotten solved. The band director who was dealing with the first kid that passed out, so he wasn't on the field yet, um, showed up, went to the girl that had the asthma attack, and was like, okay, like, we'll call your parents, do all that stuff. So he was handing that. The kid who had the seizure was, like, came back to, like, he was conscious again, like, he was figuring stuff out. Like, um, that kid, this is not the first time he's had a seizure this season, oh. is the most stubborn person oh, when no. it comes to, like, sitting down and doing things. Because I was like, no, you need to sit down. You need to stay down. He's, like, one of those kids that are, like, super stubborn that yeah. just kind of don't want to listen. from high school. Like, <laughs> will not sit down. And I was like, I respect it, but I don't at the same time. Um, so, yeah, we had to force him to sit down. And, like, he kept running around over there. Like, literally running. 
like running back yeah because we have to there's like a five minute walk Mm, that's three to five minute walk from the school so it was like there's this pathway to go to the field we're at Mm -hmm. and so he was running back to go get something i guess and the band director on his little golf cart chases (laughs) after him to get him to stop because it was like no he wasn't listening to anyone and he was just like no i'm fine i'm like frolicking (laughs) i literally just had to coax you back into consciousness you are not okay and then that wasn't the last kid oh there was a guard kid who showed up late i just realized she did show up late and i don't know why i'll ask her that on monday (laughs) (laughs) just be like why were you late like why were you late (laughs) what but like got called over there because she was getting really dizzy and really like unstable didn't pass out that's good but the reason why she was getting dizzy because obviously every single time someone is dizzy passes out or whatever like feels sick the first questions i always ask them like did you eat today did you drink water have you had like do you, if you have medications did you take your medications like yeah those are essential you, questions yeah. yeah like every single time because that most of the times one of the answers is no yeah <laughs> and so i asked her like have you eaten anything did you drink water today have you had any like, fluids like what is going on like what caused this like all this stuff and she's like oh, i only had water to drink today well <laughs> after the whole day i was like what because they had like a two mile parade before this. Oh boy! A pep rally because it was like right before their homecoming because their homecoming was this weekend. Homecoming. And then, like, then they had their three hour rehearsal afterwards. Mm. And so I was like, why, why would you not eat anything today? I have like, cause I'm an exercise science and nutrition and an exercise science major and a nutrition minor. Fancy. I Fancy. have given them so many lectures, so many about hey, you guys are burning a shit ton of calories when you do this. Yeah. It might not seem like it, but you are. Like, Saturday rehearsals, you're probably burning, like, around 3,000 calories. Yeah. And it's just like, but they don't eat that much. So, of course, they're going to feel tired and, like, not great and groggy and all this stuff. And they just don't listen to me. And it's fine. So, yeah, that was my horror story of how I had four kids have medical emergencies within 30 minutes of each other. Dang, that is... Mm, mm, and I am mm. the only staff member on the field that has any... I'm like, I have first aid. Yeah. Like, kind of. I'm not certified in first aid, but, like, I have... I had a class about Some, it. Some, like, background. Yeah. Yeah. And I have this book that I bring <laughs> with me, and it's called Sport First Aid. And I have, like, tabs in it of, like, this is a concussion. This is, like, if they cut their eyebrow open, which is very common in guard. Oh, yeah, the eyebrows, um, the their, common yeah, eyebrow slit. Mm-hmm. I have that one specifically marked. I have added the seizure one. Oh. I have that one marked now because of that one kid. I have, like, if they faint, if they get heat stroke, if they get heat exhaustion, like, all of that, like, Ooh. marked. And I have memorized almost every single one of it because it happens way too often. Nice. <laughs> especially this season. Like, the band director, we were talking about it afterwards, and he was like, before the season, I could count on both of my hands how many kids have passed out during rehearsal but wow. this season we've had like 15 yeah we we had a couple but this thank god this was like only during like band camp and like before like the actual season season but we had people actually in our band like pass out and stuff like that and you know literally just in front of everyone just yeah. plap like face plant into the ground and i'm like yeah. did, did that kid just die and then <laughs> and then they'd be like no no no, i'm good Last and then season, get back on the field we had a kid have a grand mal seizure on the field oh. and i caught her head from hitting concrete 
like and like seizing and i had to hold her from keeping her slamming her head on gra- slamming oh. her head on the ground and we had to call an ambulance to the field so that mm. part i was like if this kid like stop like like if she stops breathing like i do not know what to do yeah which is what caused me to go into that class and get that book and do all this stuff because that terrified me mm. like because i was like i cannot handle that that's like tough and like I ended up talking to her sister afterwards because her sister was in marching band too, and so her sister was like with her the whole time and freaking out. Ooh. And so I had to calm my sister down too. And I was just like, like figuring out a way to be like, yeah, she's she's in the ambulance, like she'll be okay, like it, like hugging her, like trying to console her at mm. all. Because so I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Man. <laughs> so I had to like hold her down for like ten minutes to like keep her from hitting stuff and like like right, slamming right. her head into the ground it was wild well, yeah i'm glad i'm glad she's okay and she made it out because man that is some scary scary stuff <laughs> however though the very last scary story that we're going to go ahead and tell on the podcast today this one is a banger scary story banger this one takes place back in 2022 mm-hmm. uh blue coats this was one of our first housing sites that we had in chicago Ooh, this school chicago. was so big guys i promise you we had like five stories and it. it was absolutely massive so as any other drum corps kid would do if they had the time and mm-hmm. patience enough they would actually wake up in the middle of the night and explore yep and that's exactly what we did we went around this school and we were coming across like this one really dark hallway and i remember this one uh huge like we're talking harry potter style library was mm-hmm. open we walk in and we go, like, we look off to the left, and there's this tomb, like, laying in the middle of the the library. There was a goddamn mummy, an actual yes. mummy, ancient mummy in this school. And wasn't, like, a 12-year-old girl, too? 12-year-old girl. It was a 12-year-old girl of a girl that had passed away. We didn't know because, like, it was basically, like, it had papers like written about it but it was like the energy as soon as you walked into that library and the closer you got to it you could feel the energy from it like it was almost just like um because we actually looked it up and we were just like nah this is a fake mummy and there were rocks put around the mummy and i was like well that's weird normally they wouldn't do that for props we looked it up turned out the mummy's real the school found it in the basement of the school because it was there I didn't know that. Yeah, the the school was built over a really big like basement because it used to be before then it was a landmine and the before then was, you know, of course, the ancient times where they found the, the you know the mummy yeah, in the basement. That's terrifying. Crazy, right? So we're doing all this research. They found it, they put it at the museum or they took it to a museum. The museum's like, "Hey, mummies like to be in their final resting zone, so you should take it back to the location." And the museum was like, "We don't want this." Why so, would this museum, like a scientific place, say they liked? Yeah, there? yeah. That's scary. It's so scary. Then they took the mummy back. But I swear, there was some paranormal stuff going on at the school because we were walking around. We found the basement. The basement was super creepy, super cold, Ooh. eerie, and we were walking around and. We kept going in deeper. And the deeper you got in there, the more dirt was on the ground. Mm. It was almost like it turned from the school into like this dirt, like patchy basement. And we're like bugs everywhere. We saw like really old like um, equipment. Like I guess they had like a medical program there. 
like oh it was like abandoned down there it was so creepy and then like we were hearing shit in the background and i was like oh hell no we gotta get the hell up out of here guys we gotta get yeah. out of here um but that wasn't even the only thing that happened to school we had people watching us mm, yes at this school like we went to go explore again and we were gonna do doordash so we did doordash and we would always look out the windows to see if the cars were pulling up so that way we could have someone on watch to keep the doors open so that way we can get back in because the doors would lock every single time we close. But we had these group of people that were staring at us outside of the window and like we were waving at them, nothing. They were just staring at us. That's so creepy. Staring at us through the window. They didn't say a word. They didn't flinch. They didn't do anything. They were just looking at us through the window. And we were like, oh, my God. And then when we would leave and come back, sometimes they would be there. Sometimes they wouldn't. But this, Yeah, this one specific guy, I swear he was, like, in his 50s. He came back, and he was specifically in, like, the doorway, like, outside of the school. And we were just like, okay, so what do we do? This guy is, like, clearly watching us. We don't want to, you know cause like any issues but we don't know how to tell this guy to leave because i don't even think we have the authority to like we don't know who this guy is Mm -hmm. so we're walking around we went to the other side of the school we dropped the marker off at the um off at the 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 other side of the school because we're like screw that we don't want to deal with the creepy people that are watching us we went to go pick up the food outside and we kept hearing like people running around in the background and it's two of the same guys we saw earlier Oh like God. running around in the distance and then they're coming like back but it looked like they were scruffling up something like they were like throwing stuff out but we didn't know what the hell it was uh mm-hmm. so we're like uh whatever we're we're not gonna worry about that we close the door we tip the driver we go back into the school we go back into school something automatically seems off something's not right um one of my friends i think it was jacob i forgot but like it was it was bad because like we should have just told him to come with us he gets there or we 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 get to to his location and he's like panicking he's like guys 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 i can't find the guy that i was standing that was standing there and i was like don't worry he probably walked away it's okay it's fine you know just relax we'll just eat our food like in the hallway or in the gym we keep walking close to the gym that same guy managed like we walked up there that same guy that was in his 50s managed to pull the door open forcefully and get into the second part of the lobby like there's two parts of the lobby the school he opened the front door and we hear like this little mini alarm go off and we're like holy shit this guy oh my god broke open the door and then as he's doing that it's a separate lobby door so there's a lobby into the like doors into the lobby and then there's doors into the school and the code he comes in and he starts yanking on the door and we're like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god so we're like panicking uh my other friend he's gone like he takes off jacob (laughs) (laughs) of course he's just like gone he's like he's like screw this Uh uh-uh nope i'm not doing this he starts running, um, but as we're doing that, we're making lots of noises because we're like, uh, we need to alert people about this yeah. or something. Thankfully, our admin is literally the best yes. at this, and I think it was either Dustin or Cody. They wake up, 
and they're like, hey, like they're yelling at the guy or whatever. The guy looks up and they see like one of the adults kind of like coming to the door like, hey, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. And then he's just like, he has just this look on his face that I've never seen before. It was like uh, the, the guy that was trying to break in literally had no expression. Oh, like my God, just an eerie, gut-wrenching, monotone face. And he just was not listening to the admin guy. And I'm like, oh, God, like either this guy is trying to come here and kill us. Or maybe this is like a janitor that's like, really if tired. There's multiple. Where did the other guys go? I don't know. That we, we just heard that they were just around the area, but eventually, uh, more admin was able to come. Uh, they even got the cop. The cops called on them, and the guy ended up just like going in the other direction. The oh, cops man. tried to search for this guy. They could not find him anywhere. That's like scary because I didn't know about any of this. Yeah. But that night I got lost in the school by myself. Yes, because it was the school guys. The school was so big; it was very easy to get lost here. It and was like, just oh, man. I ran into Travis, like the um, like Travis, the point, best ass. I ran into him and like Josh, and I was like, oh, like I got lost. <laughs> I have no idea where I am, and they like yeah. guided me back. But like that happening probably at the same time is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, that that was our group. Me, Josh, Josh Crossman, um, Travis, yeah, Josh Jacob, Crossman. everybody. Like that, that that was our group at the time. And I think Savannah was Savannah there. No, Savannah was probably passed out sleep. But <laughs> that was our group. And then a couple of us split off. And then of course, um, I think that was when Macy was still the thing. Cause like, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah, remember. Still, that was still even longer coats. ago. So I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. do remember getting lost. Cause I I wanted to see the mummy. And then you I was saw like, the everyone saw the, the money. Yeah. But I was like, bad vibes the whole time. Yeah, it was, it like, was just eerie, but it was cool. Like it was, it was cool. so much fun. Like it's the like, adrenaline. You know. I'm fine being alone most yeah. of the time. Like in a whatever place. Like I'm chill most uh-huh. of the time. That just gave bad vibes. But in that school, just I could not do it because I was like, oh my God, it was just terrifying. It was so confusing because some of the stairways didn't go all the way down, like to all of the floors. Yeah. And it was just like I, that's why I got lost because I went down a stairway thinking I was going all the way down huh. and then it wasn't. So it I was wasn't. on some random floor and I didn't know how to get away <laughs> from it. Creepy, terrifying. Because like this school, like it was so many layers. It, it, it probably was fit to fit like over 10,000 kids. It had to fit. Because yeah. like why would you have five stories in attic? We also explore the attic too of the school. Yeah, um, the and then the basement and then the middle floors and then like all the other things and there was just like a lot of creepy artifacts and just like just a lot of space it looked like you walked into a the back rooms the back rooms <laughs> yeah. literally yeah that school was terrifying it was terrifying but we only went there that one year we didn't go last year no because we got kicked out oh <laughs> i'm pretty sure we did because uh they had Oh, I also forgot to mention they had two swimming pools. Two two oh, swimming pools. Cool. They had a full athletic center. They had a laundry room, and we used all of it. All of it. They even had kayaks. We put the kayaks in, yeah. like, the in the pool, and the admin probably freaked out and was like, we're never allowing y'all yeah, to come not, here ever again. I was not involved in that. I did see all the videos, though, and it was really funny. It was a lot of – it was really funny, right? Huh? Yeah. And then we got yelled at by Genevieve. Oh, yeah. And Genevieve like, oh. pulled her hair out when she found out. She was like, you did all these things, these unbelievable things. You put boats in the water. Like, she <laughs> she was just losing her shit. 
And we were just like, yeah, we're gonna, we're not gonna have a free day. <laughs> that was yeah. that was a great day. Good, good times. But a mixture of scary and fun. Scary and scary fun. fun. Scary fun. Fun. Scary. <laughs> but yeah, guys. So that about does it right there. That's all the scary stories. Of course, we're probably gonna post another episode next time, uh, featuring more Ooh. scary episodes about drum corps. Because I know there's so many. Yes. I can get into this topic all day. That's why this one's a little bit of a longer episode. But um, then again, thank you so much, Caitlin, for being on Yay. this show. Hopefully, we can see you soon again. And of course, I thank you guys it. so much for watching it's the so Drum Corps podcast. Yes, peace out. I love you guys, and I'll see you guys next week.